Hey, 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 I'm Chanel Moore, and this is the Daughter's Diary Podcast, and today we're talking about palate problems. I'm Chanel Moore, your host, and welcome to the Daughter's Diary Podcast, a podcast by a daughter, but for everyone. Thank you for joining in. Palette problems. So, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was a clever title. Um, so, palette problems. So, I just I just have a question. Have you ever, like, really, really craved something? For me, it's usually ice cream. I just love ice cream. I think we all know that by now. Um, but, you know, sometimes it might be, or oh, here's another one, Chick-fil-A. I think we all know that by now as well. So my question for you, have you ever really, really craved something? And I say that to say maybe it was just one thing. Maybe it was ice cream, maybe it was a candy bar, or maybe it was a particular restaurant, or maybe it was a particular dish or a drink or something like like just a specific food. But whatever it was, you really, really wanted it. That's what a craving is, right? So you wanted it really, really bad. And what happened, say you were at the restaurant with somebody or say they had the food you wanted and then they tasted it and you saw a look of disgust on their face. Did you still want it just as bad? So you might have still wanted it, right? You you probably maybe even wanted to just try theirs instead but I, I doubt that you wanted it quite as bad as you did before you saw that look of disgust on their face. So what about even if they tried it first and just kind of talked about how bad it was? Did you still want to try it yourself? Or, you know, maybe they didn't say anything about it. Like it's been this moment, you've been having this craving, you both have maybe the same dish or both are at the same restaurant and they try something and then they just go on about the conversation or life or whatever it is. And it made you wonder, like, man, was it really worth it? Because I mean, I, I mean, I've, I've been out with people. I think we all have probably been out with people or had some, some type of meal with someone and we've been like hyping it up and then they have it and they don't say anything about it because it's just like, meh. But did you still have the same craving that you had before? And the answer to that is probably not. And so the reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm afraid that this is kind of how we are as Christians, myself included in this. Like, we've got the absolute best news in the world. In the galaxy, throughout eternity, we've got the best news of Jesus Christ, our Savior, perfect sacrifice, the opportunity for eternal life with God. We've got the best news ever. Yet, So many of us walk around just with like a bitter taste in our mouth. Like so many of us walk around like with a look of disgust on our face. And we literally have a scripture that says in Psalm 34, 8, taste and see that the Lord is good all the joys of those who take refuge in him. And so the question I have for Christians out there is, If we have truly tasted and seen that God is good, 
why do we walk around so bitter? Like if we've truly experienced the sweetest fruit there is, the most abundant life that we can have in Jesus Christ, why do we seem so bitter? And my fear, again, is that what's just as bad is the fact that we've left a bitter taste in the mouths of others due to our own failed palate. Maybe people aren't tasting and seeing because we as Christians keep acting like it's bitter. Maybe the bitter look on our faces has turned others off and perhaps just just maybe our poor speech has proven really rotten to others. Maybe we've not really tasted or truly craved God the way that we think we have. And maybe just maybe we haven't truly tasted or craved God the way that we should. If believers don't crave the fruit of God, why would non-believers? And so that's my question. Have we really tasted and seen the goodness of God? And if so, why are we so bitter? And how do we stop being so bitter? You know, how, how are we different? You know, how do our words exude kindness and peace and fruitfulness and encouragement instead of complaining and worry? You know, like how do we value people in our time and, and show that God values them as well? Like how do we exhibit the fruit of the spirit? How do we exhibit the character of God that we've been so privy to, that, that we've had the opportunity to experience ourselves in a joyful way that makes others want to experience it too. Because to be honest, who wants to try something that doesn't seem very good? Like at the end of the day, if someone told you to do something, like if someone told you to read a book and it wasn't a, like, they said it was a good book, but it didn't really do anything like to encourage them or impact their lives or even to just entertain for that matter. Would you really want to read the book? Like, do you really want to try something that people say is life changing, but they don't show that it's been life changing? And the answer is probably not. And we all are going to be accountable for ourselves. I'm not saying that because we aren't overflowing with joy all the time, that that's our fault that people won't come to Jesus Christ. That's not what I'm saying. We all will stand in front of God ourselves and, and, and be judged and, and have to account for what we chose, whether we chose him or not. But wouldn't it be nice if believers exuded joy? Wouldn't it be nice if believers exuded peace? You know, wouldn't it be nice if if believers exuded encouragement and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control? Wouldn't it be nice if believers acted like we have had the sweetest fruit ever? that we have had or we have the best news ever, that we live 
and have the most joyful lives and choose joy even when it's hard? Wouldn't it be nice if we were just different? If we didn't complain all the time? Wouldn't it be nice if we were people who people wanted to be around because there was something about us? Wouldn't it be nice if we were sweet? Wouldn't it be nice if we exhibited lives that have truly tasted and seen that God is good and spent our lives sharing that fruit with others? What can you do today to make what would be nice a reality as a believer? What can I do today to make what would be nice a reality as a believer? I can change the way I speak. I can give people my full attention. I can complain less. I can choose joy. And I hope and pray that not just myself, but others will maybe self-reflect on things that they can do that show that they've tasted and seen the goodness of God and that they want everybody else to experience that same goodness too. Today, let's just start today. Let's let's do what would be nice. Let's do what's going to point people to Jesus. Let's give others the opportunity to taste and see that God is good by how we exhibit exhibit his goodness in our lives. Just try it. Until next time. You've been listening to the Daughter's Diary Podcast. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. For more information, you can visit our website at www.hnlmore.com. There, you'll find blogs, a store, more podcasts, and tips. Thank you for your time.